Hello and welcome. In today's episode, we are going to dive into the marketing topic, storytelling. Storytelling in business takes many forms and today my guest is going to show us how they used storytelling to 4x revenue for their clients. Whether this is a new subject for you or you've dipped your toe in the power of storytelling as a marketing tool, I think just like me, you'll learn something useful from this episode that will help you do better in business. For more information on this episode or how to work with me, check out the show notes or visit betterinbusiness.global. You've tuned into Better in Business with Jeannie. As an award-winning strategic bookkeeper and business veteran, I am dedicated to helping entrepreneurs learn, grow and prosper. This podcast aims to challenge your thinking. If you're not thinking the right way, how can you act the right way? Each episode, we'll dive into key drivers of success, which I also call the rules of the game. Learn the rules, later win. Let's go. I like to start every episode by reminding you that it is globally recognized that pillar one for the success of any business is up-to-date, accurate bookkeeping. If your books are not right up to date, tune into episode one, please. You can also get in touch with me if you'd like some help. Today's guest is David Phillips. David is a marketing expert who specializes in helping entrepreneurs unleash the power of storytelling to improve their brand awareness and exposure and in turn increase turnover and profitability. As a strategic bookkeeper, I like the sound of that. Welcome to the show, David. Thank you very much, Jeannie. It is a pleasure to be here. So today we are going to talk about the power of storytelling and how it can 4X your sales. And I'm really keen to listen. I know about, a bit about storytelling and story selling and the power of it in business and actually in our personal lives. What I would love, David, if, is if you could tell us a story <laughs> about a customer that you've worked with that has 4X their business or their sales through the power of storytelling. Absolutely, Jeannie. I would be delighted to, yeah, to just give a, a very quick intro, um, you know, with, with the power of storytelling, it really is just taking, it takes a lot of uh, what we call hidden gems and secret formulas. One is like what the big boys do, you know, the big companies like McDonald's and Coca-Cola who tell fantastic stories. And when, um, you know, Steve and I first came up with this idea, particularly when we were coming out of the pandemic, uh, yes, we had, we do have um, a, a client of ours who he did approach us, but he was a little bit skeptical to uh, to begin with. And his he he said what we hear a lot. Um, he said, "Look, the, the power of storytelling, David. How can Hollywood help me? How can movies help me?" The the beauty from our end is when we listen to people. Usually, if I listen to someone for thirty seconds, I already hear the fantastic story that they've got to tell. And this guy, um, who Mr. K is his name, he started out as a panel beater in, uh, in, on Sydney's north side till he discovered that he had a real passion and love for reconditioning vans. And um, he has his business set up um, on Sydney's south side now where he's, he's very busy. He has enough clients to keep him going. But he decided to give our program a go 
as we listened to, to his story, we realized that what, what Mr. K does is he takes uh, an old beaten up van and he turns it into the greatest van on the street. And so using the very simple, um, the basics of storytelling, we, um, we use power images and we realize that what Mr. K does is very similar to what an orchestra leader does in directing his symphony. Um, that's very similar to what Mr. K does in reconditioning these vans. That essentially was the story that we put together for him. Um, and Mr. K, uh, shortly after we, we finished the, the project, he had a customer in Melbourne who contacted him and wanted him to recondition his van. And since then, he is opening up a workshop in Melbourne as his business has really started to grow. Yeah, right. That's that's really cool. So, um, so what what kind of overall results did he get? Like, I I love this the story behind the story. So <laughs> you're saying he opened. So he was in Sydney, and through the work that you did with him around the video production to create a powerful story, uh, led him to being able to open his workshop in Melbourne. Yes, that's correct. And he never he never knew. That, that this is the power that, that can come out of this, uh, this type of program. Um, now, with, with the power of storytelling, social media marketing, that's very much, the, I, won't, I won't even say the way of the future, Jeannie, it's very much where we are at the moment. And mm -hmm. that, I guess, is the media. That's the main media that we use because the, um, just the, the, the sort of, of the results that you can get you know, by using social media, by, by using platforms like TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook. And you know, a lot of businesses will already have started feeling their way in this area. They just don't, they're just not aware that the potential is there. But um, you know, TikTok alone, just in terms of exposure and the type of people that, that see your products and see your product services, your story, it can increase your customer engagement by anything up to up to 3,000%, just in the type of hits that you get online. And that, that really is the starting point. From there, it's a question of trying to, uh, well, you know, leveraging that as, as best you can. Right. Are there any industries that are served better by this than others? Ah, oh, gosh, that, that's, a that's a really good question, Jeannie, because again, when I come back to look at uh, big boys, as we say, I mean, I always come back to McDonald's, who are such a fantastic marketing company. Um, you know, they've got all these great products, but they tell stories and the secret they use are stories that just resonate with the ordinary person, the ordinary man and woman on the street. Um, but, you know, they use, I mean, I guess you could use the example of YouTube. Everyone is using YouTube. So, yeah, the companies like, like McDonald's, Domino's, Coca-Cola, they all use YouTube. But I guess if you do look at, uh, at TikTok, I know there's that recent example. Now, I do forget her name, but there's that uh, young Asian lady who used TikTok to advertise her hairstyling product. And she was like an, an overnight success. She had, you know, hundreds and thousands of hits and that all, you know, translated into sales. So you're, are you saying all industries, not some so better than, than others? I wouldn't say all industries. I mean, I think there are some industries, particularly some of the, the larger corporations. I don't believe that uh, manufacturing use it, oh, uh, would okay. use it as much. But yeah, yeah. So I think more in broad terms, yeah, more retail, the retail industries, you know, the point to point companies, 
Certainly, they use social media a lot. To give you another example, I guess, um, yeah. at, the mo- at the moment now, we have a project in the pipeline, and this is with a, an online business coach. And he's in Southeast Asia. He's in a little village in Southeast Asia. We are getting close now to starting filming for, for him. So, and he's going to use mainly LinkedIn because he's a business yeah. coach. Most of his clients he reaches through LinkedIn. So he's now using Power of Storytelling project to increase his business. Um, and as I say, he's a business coach, so he uses LinkedIn mainly. I did wonder about blue and white collar services. Yeah, a lot of our listeners are um, uh, service-based businesses that are either professional services or trade type services. I would have thought this works well for all service businesses. What do you think? Absolutely, Jeannie. I would totally agree with what you say. What people need to realize, and I know it's difficult, but everyone, everyone has a story to tell. Um, Mm. Stories, they they resonate with people. They emotionally connect. They charge us. They they get us thinking and talking about products, services, businesses. And what you really want is once you you get that first, I guess, kind of push to increase your customer exposure, your customers, essentially, they become the billboards of your business. In other words, once that word of mouth starts spreading, you get this huge, huge domino effect. And it can work to me, like you said, Gene, it can work for anyone. And, you know, Steve and I, our background, you know, Iconic um, started out in the late, late last millennium uh, in the entertainment industry. So we very much do know the power of storytelling. And as I say, I just, I love, you listen to someone for 20, 30 seconds, already you start hearing, wow, this person has a fantastic story. You know, what they just lack maybe is the, the expertise on how to uh, get that story exposed. Okay. And, and look, and I know I do know the power of storytelling and as I call it, story selling. What I'm keen to know now too, and I think the audience would be, how do you work with clients to um, story sell for them? Like what's in, what do you do? What do you make? What's kind of in the stories? Tell us a bit about that. Well, what we do, I mean, clients can book in a call. They can book in a call through our website. And, you know, so what we do is we begin with an obligation-free meeting. And that's to me, is the most exciting part because that's when we listen. We listen to the, the business owner. Uh, you know, we listen to the issues that they're having, what's drawn them to our, to our program. But we also listen for the seeds of their story. From that meeting, we'll start giving them, I guess you could say, hints or ideas on how to to get their story across. And what you're really looking at is, if you look at how Hollywood works, Hollywood is one of the few, few places where you can get 25 million on opening night. That is a success story in itself. Um, And Hollywood, a movie, it begins with a teaser that then goes to a trailer. That's where you look to create your word of mouth and of course, hopefully get people to come to see the movie. And so that's what we do. We, we look at that and we speak to the client and we, we said, you can have anything from a 30 second teaser right up to a three, we have a three minute blockbuster or if they want to go all the way to 10 minutes, which is what we call our ultimate hit. The three minute blockbuster, of course, that's the best. What we feel the best because that way you can cover everything. With your 30 second teaser, that's where you begin. And from there, depending on what the customer wants and, and the feeling that we will get, we will come back with an initial uh, script 
um, based on the story we feel that will work for that client. From there, they give us their feedback. They tell us what they like, what they don't like. And, you know, within two to three sessions, we, we look to have the script ready. And from there, then it's, it's a question of filming it and getting it onto the, the social media. That is so interesting. I like how, well, it, it was very meaningful when you talked about the Hollywood teaser and the trailer, you know, because it's pitching the movie. So I guess, am I correct in understanding that this video in the same way as Hollywood pitches a movie is pitching, you know, the benefits, the outcomes, everything of the of the business owner and their business by storytelling? Is that the kind of thing it's doing? Absolutely, Jeannie. You, you, you've hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what it's doing. And I love a very simple example is um, the recent Tom Cruise movie, Maverick. Now, do you know that the trailer for Maverick has over 40 million hits on YouTube? That's the kind of power that a trailer has. Now, of course, it's Tom Cruise, naturally. But that, again, is that a trailer starts to tell you uh, a bit of the story of the main character. That's what hooks you in. That's what gets you talking about it. It gets me talking about it. I talk to my friend, wow, you know, Maverick's coming out. Have you seen the trailer? Check it out. The word of mouth starts. And from there, you know, out of that 40 million, you wait to see how many of those then are going to go see the movie. I guess the beauty of, of our story is that going to see the movie is those people who like the teaser or the trailer of the business want to know more about the product or service that the business owner is offering and they look to get in contact with. Yeah, that is so powerful. That's amazing. Um, I guess the other thing is, so you offer these different types of services. So you can do the 30-second, the three-minute blockbuster, et cetera. In terms of the fee structure for what you do, is this something that every Joe can really get into this space? Clearly, the return on investment is going to be there. So it's it doesn't sound like a cost. It sounds like an investment to me. Um, do you think this is something that, you know, your small service-based business with a couple on the team can budget for? Absolutely. That's how the, the program is structured. We offer it on an affordable level, um, depending on, as they say, whether they want to go for the, the three-minute blockbuster, and there's a 30-second teaser, and there's a 60-second, what we call our 60-second wow package. Um, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's the big 10-minute ultimate hit. The beauty of the 10-minute ultimate hit is you can structure that any way you want. If you wanted to do 10 one-minute wows, you could do that. But that is how the program is structured. And we're not just looking to get in and out quickly either. I mean, we stay with our clients. We look at the kind of results that they're getting, um, you know, when it, when it hits the social media. And we very much look at the, the next stage then as well uh, for them, what the next stage they may want to look at. Uh, if they want to, you know, take the program um, further to the next stage, if they want to expose it. A lot of our customers will come to us, like, as I've said, our village marketer in Southeast Asia he said when he gets his product, he's just going to go on LinkedIn, see how that goes. And then he may consider looking at other, other platforms, um, you know, like, like Facebook, YouTube. They're the kind of um, options and alternatives that the, the business can have. Yeah, it's really interesting. And look, I know it's the big thing, story selling right now. Um, and I've been hearing a lot about it for a couple of years. Uh, so I was really keen to tune in myself, learn this rule of the game and have the audience do the same. So this has been really, really insightful. And I've really learned, I've really started to understand the Hollywood side of it, the Hollywood reference. Uh, so that's been really cool too. 
So to get in touch with you, what's your website URL, David? Yes, um, it's the Steve and David website. I'm going to drop your website URL into the show notes for the listeners. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all that really amazing information with us. Thanks for tuning in. For more information on this episode or how to work with me, check out the show notes. If you'd like to know how I can help you do better in business, you know where to find me, betterinbusiness.global. See you in the next episode.